This is the Let's Talk About It podcast, where we talk about anything and everything. So come join the conversation. See what's going on this week. Even said like if they did a versus with him, and he said the person that would beat him would be Future, because he said versus is not about you know the hits it's a popularity contest who has the most hits mm-hmm. recently and it's like you're right, not going right. to remember my stuff from when you was in sixth grade you're going to know future because that's more recent you well, know that's but why it, and then he was know. like if you want to talk numbers and he was like one of my songs went diamond i'll beat oh, everybody yeah. when it comes to numbers but it's not the mm-hmm. same you know yeah. like i think eminem would beat everybody if it came to numbers but he wouldn't win a versus battle against like uh one like little baby or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's all because of the crowd that you're playing to. Now, when they come to numbers, Eminem and Drake are have been holding it down for uh, the yeah, long. Drake, Drake got numbers for, for anybody. Numbers, numbers. Like you got my, uh, statistics because I'd be looking into that. Like mm-hmm. Eminem is a certified goat. That's why he he was on my mm-hmm. list, but. But it's still, he will lose a versus battle to like the uh, baby, little baby, young thug. I don't know about young thug, but well, I don't know. It depends. Well, on no, the- here's the thing: because you got to have versus, you do have to have a certain amount of hits, man. You know, oh, like yeah. longevity. Like you got to have like Bro, 20 hits or something, 25. There was so if you're a time two, you're not gonna have 20. You know, you gotta give them a second. There was a time when you could not escape the radio from T Pain. Mm-hmm. He was on you know, everybody's track. Him ja Rule, Rule too. I just saw yeah. him on Ja Rule. Just saw his verses too. I was like, yeah, you got to keep it real, man. Ja Rule had them here. He kept it. They just kept rolling out. I'm just like, yeah, can I get a what? There's what? nothing you can do. It that was, was like, it was an onslaught. Yeah, he got heat. Yeah, he got heat. You know, you do. He was Drake before Drake. You know, what I'm saying singing. You know, what I'm saying all of that yeah. stuff. Singing to the ladies, all the girl songs and stuff. Bruh, he. And it was even saying that uh, T-Pain, they were like, you know, how come Drake is still around? La, da, da. It's like, well, it's because it's Drake. People still listen to Drake because he's doing Drake shit. He's not doing what all these other people are doing. Well, he's rapping about love. La, da, da. And, and he's like, and the reason why it's so hot because it's a, it's a Drake track. And other yeah. people will be listening to music and they'll even say it themselves. It's a Drake track. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he still wouldn't be hot. People are still saying his name. You know, like... It's a. It'll be like, oh, why is this, this love song is hip hop? Da da. Oh, why does it sound like a Drake track? Because it's a Drake track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was like, damn. It's like the Mayweather defense. Yeah. Yeah. Other people, technically, it's not called that, but you know it is. You know why you do that. Man, and T Pain also <laughs> said some absurd shit. He said, <laughs> some absurd was shit. He, he said, said if Tupac was alive, was right alive right now, he would get eaten alive lyrically. Who would Tupac would get yes. eaten alive? Yeah, you need to stop with that. No, come on. Lyrically, how, he said lyrically. Tupac, you need to... Tupac wouldn't be much older than like Diddy and all them niggas, right? So no, I mean, same age. If, if you if listen, Jay Z is older than all of them. If exactly. you listen to the podcast, he actually goes in depth and actually makes sense of what he's talking about because he still says Tupac is part of the best poet of our time during mm-hmm. that time but lyrically nowadays it's all about people trying to be the most disrespectful and the reason why tupac was up there back then because there wasn't a platform for everybody else you only knew tupac what if your social media and everything was around nowadays how it was you got everyone trying to top what tupac being saying 
and try to top and be the most right. disrespectful and he everything like that. Be in jail if he's yeah. alive right and now. You, can't, you can't say that I agree with him because it's like nowadays, how many people are trying to be the most disrespectful? Who could say the most whatever? Who could say but the most outrageous you, you, thing? First off, fuck your bitch in that click you claim. Yeah, listen, talk about that too. I come equipped with games. I, you have to calculate in there Tupac's uh, 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 ability to evolve with the times as well. I mean, so Bro, he was a movie star too, man. That's what I'm yeah, saying. You get tripping. That's Tupac that's would be relevant that's as that's hell because he was an actor. I disagree with that. That, uh, that man, please. Because I mean, the creative. He was so versatile. You know what I mean? He was. You know, he probably would have made Talil Kweli. In, in common, in most deaf, in those rappers, um, a lot, a, a bigger genre than what it is now. You know what I mean? I think because that's where he was headed. You know what I mean? Changes that that, that nigga could get deep. You know uh, what I mean? He's, but he's, also just what he's saying though. Like I said, you have to listen I think to the he more like about around he goes like, into depth about what it is, and he says, mm-hmm. um, what do you say? He says something along the lines that even though if Tupac didn't die at his age right now. He wouldn't be remembered the same as if he was already dead, because people want to give him that respect. Because now he died too early. You don't know what he was gonna do. He was only twenty-five. Yeah. So it's like you know he doesn't get that time to be like if he was still around. Eventually, people be like, oh, he's an old head now because he's alive. They try to discredit him as you get older, and he's like, that's just how the game is. The older you get, it's just whatever. There's always someone else new that's gonna come up and say what you just said, except more abrasive, more disrespectful. Always trying to top somebody because now with social media, everyone's got a voice, everyone's got something to say, and they can. And it would just be crazy a different time, obviously. But I don't know, no. he gets really in depth and he makes no, some pretty no. interesting points in the whole podcast. So you got to give that a listen before and just. I'm definitely going to check whatever. that out. Uh, but you know, I love T Pain, I think that dude got uh, he's, he's amazing creatively and everything. But that's just one I might have to disagree with him on. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, I love it. Everybody can have their uh different opinions and mm-hmm. you know yeah, what I mean? okay. but we both do agree on one thing is that Park was a soul that left this uh earth way too soon. Way too soon, man. So and all right yeah. uh to Tupac man. Yeah man, life is precious. Life is precious. And I'm starting to be confronted with my own mortality because you know I just your boy finally got the Rona. So I can oh, be yeah. I can just wake up dead, man. Hey, I I had the wrong. Yeah, uh, me and wifey went to Jamaica, and I messed around and got the Rona on on, on vacation. I got the Rona. There you go. Uh, yeah, it was a tough one, man. But it, it, I think the hardest part was from our balcony. We could see everybody getting it in, and like, <laughs> at, at night. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you just hear the beat, dudes, dudes. Like, uh, and you're you just looking out the window. You just looking at me. That's what happened. Sleeping out the window. Yeah. <laughs> smoking out the window. And I was no, too. You were supposed to be smoking in there. There was like, you mm-hmm. need in these rooms. Man, I had me a pack of cigarettes. Man, this is stressful. I got the Rona. Rona got me smoking out the window, man. Y'all people pretend y'all young Thundercats <laughs> think y'all can still do that. Your immune system ain't the same. I mean, I'm lucky, but then because of my situation, I don't really go nowhere. So it's like, yeah. You know, I, I I personally cannot afford to catch the Rona because other things can happen that I don't want mm-hmm. to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, matter conditions and stuff. At, no matter where people stand at, man, listen, protect one another. 
you know what I mean? That shit is yeah. just people, even though some people might not think it's real or whatever, I don't give a fuck. Hey, man, it's, so, hey, even, it's it's even if it's the flu, some people, the immune system can't even take like the flu and shit like that. So we should have been wearing a mask around here during flu season and all that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Just to protect each other. That should have been it's been. just being considerate of other people. Yeah, well, and people. you know what really blew my mind about this whole pandemic shit? Now I'm about to go on a pandemic quarantine rant. <laughs> but <laughs> I will see places, um, it's going to be a little bit longer because we have to clean the tables. I'm like, what the fuck? Y'all wasn't cleaning tables before? Before? There you go, exactly. <laughs> I was like, wait, so y'all, what, y'all just wasn't, no, we're really sanitizing. Mm-hmm. Right, we've been doing this. Like, wait a minute, what we? It's like it's like it's like those commercials. They started yeah. saying now we're made with one hundred percent chicken. I was like, wait a minute, what the hell percentage was it before? Now, who do you mean now? What was y'all wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> what was y'all feeding us before? <laughs> there you go. Hold like, on, time out. Yo, that's crazy. We need to have a meeting, <laughs> man. Oh, so, speaking of which, you know what? I want to dive right in because it's going to get deep today. We got some deep topics. You know what I'm saying? So I asked uh, a question to Eric uh, the other day on a Consider Your Mind podcast that you could catch on Sunday nights at 6 p.m. Tune in. And uh, I asked him, would you rather have the ability to teleport or have a time machine? And whatever you choose, where in time and space would you like to go visit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So we answered the first question on the show, but then I said, "Oh, we got We need some more time on the second question, like time machine." I'm like, "Ooh, where would I go?" And shit. Yeah, the, the time machine um, insinuates like you'd be able to go back in time, um, mm-hmm. like go back and kill baby Hitler or some shit like that. Like, yeah, you know I mean, baby uh, Thanos. As soon as he come out the womb, just go and. Uh, you see where his man's head went immediately <laughs> strangling a baby so, yeah for you yeah. Steve what would which ability would you like to have the ability to time travel or the ability to teleport uh, I don't know man uh, essentially I'm thinking if I can teleport could I teleport to different time periods or I'm just able to teleport to different places in the world that we live in now I think it was just places now like you're present like you, you can't you're do any present. time thing it's oh. just you can go anywhere, but now. I mean, I, I definitely have to go time machine. Definitely. Mm. Mm. Um, definitely time machine. Go back, find some lotto numbers, come back, boom. boom. <laughs> something like that. I don't know. I'll definitely. I told go. him I'm betting. This, I'm sports betting my way to a trillion. I can just yeah. remember national championships and random sports stuff. Yeah. Like, Man, I, please. I wouldn't want to go too far back because I feel like uh, it's kind of racist for us. But you know, it's. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even like Egyptian days, just I, I probably if mm-hmm. I can like um, do that more than one time, time travel, mm-hmm. or you just get like one shot. No, it's a machine, so it's a machine. You oh, can do me. it. I'm going back because I want to know what happened back with the ancient Egyptians and all this kind of stuff. But then I'm coming back. You know, I I would definitely do do a, a time travel because I feel like you could see a lot more than if you had the machine. I feel like mm-hmm. you could definitely you could get a lot of answers. You could you know. I'm going back and taking selfies with all the religious figures. Or no. understanding the universe and how it works. <laughs> That's what I'm I try. Taking with everybody. I want to start to understand how the universe works and try to get this, uh, uh, create a higher level civilization. Try to get people smarter. 
Okay. Like Lucy, like that movie Lucy, man. Yeah, yeah. Trying to get all the knowledge at all times. I'll try to create a superhuman. Like that's what I was trying to remember. Is Lucy? Spoiler alert! Uh, is Lucy the movie where um, she turns ultim- ultimately turns into a computer? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was thinking. I was thinking what that was. Yeah, I, that'd I be crazy. That, that movie. That movie was a trip, man. Oh, yeah. no, uh, that movie was dope. Yeah, that That's one of my favorites. I should go back and watch that again. But mm-hmm. yeah, what did y'all pick for the time machine or the teleportation? I said I was too. I'm too scared of the, uh, the time machine. I'm afraid I mess up everything. Butterfly effect, Butterfly kill everybody. Effect. I take yeah, one cool. selfie with Jesus, and all of a sudden, bam, <laughs> change the whole. Like, mm. You know, went viral. You like, oh, man, I'm telling you, just that boy didn't got Jesus going viral. I promise you, man. I do. I just do some probably some reckless stuff with a time machine. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah, would just, I probably wouldn't even try to like uh, change a whole lot of anything. I just would like to observe, <laughs> just sit yeah. back and watch it. Like, oh, that's why that happened, or that's who did that, or you know. Yeah, well, speaking that's of that's who shot like, JFK. The whole yeah. uh, the time travel stuff got me. I came across this video clip right, and it was talking about because uh, we were talking. A lot about religion last week and i came across this video clip that explained maybe we were thinking about the adam and eve story completely wrong that we're thinking of them as humans of some sort and mm. in fact the story is about an actual atom the molecule and how mm. photons and everything was that came from the atom itself and how it expanded and how all this became uh, hydrogen H3 and the timetable tells you like it was all about scientific things yeah, that we're just using for us to understand it better in a story form, I guess. Yeah. So that perspective was pretty interesting, I thought. Yeah, that I, sounds interesting. But you know, like, you know, I like the scientific answer yeah. as well. You know, what scientific I mean? stuff, anything that deals yeah. with space, I'm, I'm, I'm there all day. I'm there all day. It's crazy. No, it's, Even it's, with that new image that they got from the James Webb, that blew my mind. I'm like, oh yeah, man! Yeah, you, can first, you can see like other galaxies. Yeah, at the yeah, whole yeah. thing was galaxies, yeah. and it's like that's did you see your baseline? And then it was like <laughs> the same you know, distance as if you were to put uh, a grain of sand at arm's length and look at it, and that's where the photo of it is. That's how much sky it's covering, and then that little grain of sand is that picture that you see, oh, and that's yeah. galaxies. Yeah, yeah, plural, plural galaxies. That that is amazing. I love that. Man, I used to really be in astronomy when I was a kid. To know that there's places out there that we would never be able to catch up to because it's moving away from us just as fast as we're moving towards it. Mm -hmm. So you'll never catch up. And it could be places like this, like other herbs and other civilizations trying to reach... Uh, a higher, a higher uh, playing of being. It's too vast to think that. You know, so that's like you talk about a doppelganger. You know, talking yeah. about like an intergalactic well, doppelganger. Somebody look just like Steve. Well, not necessarily <laughs> in the universe. I'm just well, saying, just like on Earth, like everybody got a doppelganger. Everybody got somebody out there that look like them. You know, I saw the one in Kevin Hart. There's this dude in like Namibia or something. I'm like, he looked just like Kevin Hart. I'm like, dude, that yeah. happens. No, well, I, I think too, just the living conditions in whatever galaxies and on those Earth like planets um, would, they would look a little bit different than us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah, of sure. course. So we look like the way we do because of the environment and how mm-hmm. everything goes. 
you gotta think about these atoms and molecules and everything. So the 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 type of civilization, you know what I mean? Uh, if it hasn't been like surpassed us or underneath us, how primitive is it? You know what I mean? Like how yeah. old? Are so it'd be just it's crazy to think about. Most definitely, it's crazy to think about. I love thinking about that type of stuff. Watching those movies blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Like all, I like the movie like Contact. Um, they right. had like another one. Um, like these aliens are like hovering You're about Earth. Space movies, my favorite yeah, space, space movies. Movie. Interstellar. Hell yeah! yeah. Ooh, that's, that's the, the one fastest right three-hour movie I've ever watched. Man, life. that thing is so right. deep, bro. Matthew, good job, Jimmy. You know, that is my stuff. Like I'm not even talking. Tonight. Bro, Interstellar yeah, blew my mind. Time, the fourth dimension, mm-hmm. and how like he came back. Spoiler alert again! Like his, <laughs> his daughter is now way older. Like, yo, I'm like, oh my god. Oh, I did see that. <laughs> yeah, I did. Man. And how his boy was yeah. waiting yeah. back in the spaceship. His boy's yeah. waiting back in the spaceship. Came back. Like, man, I thought you guys would never come back. You know, how yeah. long has it been? He's like, it's been years. I'm like, yeah. we're just down there for 15 minutes. I'm like, yeah, oh, but oh, no, oh. relatively. Oh and, man. And they say it in the movie too, like, you know, you're not really, you're not, you can't conceive of time passing that fast. You can hear about it, but all of a sudden, bam, when really 15 minutes was 15 years. Yeah, that's yeah. It was like, you weren't, nobody was ready for Bro, that. For that's real. the shit that I be talking about. Bro, right can you be imagining that guy that you were that dude on the spaceship waiting for them to come back? Oh, man. I <laughs> they said we've been gone for 15 minutes what you mean 15 years I'm like no nah, look at my face do I look like mm-hmm. I'm the same age I'm like yeah. oh man and he's all quiet and stuff and everything because he ain't used to talking to nobody he's like he has a whole different demeanor I was like whoa man yeah it was crazy the amount of like scientific studies and everything went in the movie to do it like correctly oh. was insane like yeah, they, man. They, that's why they, I love movie, movies like that, man, because they make you think and make. Like you uh, he's the same director as Inception and yeah, uh, Christopher Nolan and Batman. Um, makes Batman, you Google Dark shit Knight, afterwards. Yeah, you know I mean, after, know, you do, like, after you don't watch the movie, you start googling shit. You're like, oh, let me mm-hmm. check. But yeah. the one thing I le- learned from that movie, man, I don't trust Matt Damon in space. It took me a while to watch <laughs> The Martian. I was, I was like, oh, I don't want to see Martian. this guy ever again. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I, I like the premise of it and everything. I, I, no, I think Martian was cool. I think that was a. Yeah, it just a, took me a while to watch it. Yeah, made yeah. me start uh, getting ready to grow mm. some potatoes in my backyard. And, <laughs> yeah, but would y'all it? really get like if you ever get a chance to go to space? Would you go? Fuck no. Yeah. You said, yeah. well, <laughs> "Look at two yeah. different answers completely." <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> no. Yo, like, oh, of course, like, fuck no. I'm like, whoa. whoa. Hey, put me in, coach. Not for me. I'll coach. go. I'll go when everything <laughs> is established and everything is done right. That is guaranteed that I'll get there safe and land and be able to do the things I want to do in the planet safely, I'll go. But you're talking about, hey, you know, we need you to go to Mars to get it set up. Nah, I'm cool. Because you don't know. you. I, I want to be the first dude to uh, uh, <laughs> come Yo, across that, something. Hey, if I come across a, a, a land and they all start praising me, thinking I'm God or something like that, dude, that should have been dope, bro. Like, all <laughs> <laughs> praise Steve. Yeah, Steve. Uh, he brought us fire. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I did that. Steve now, chant on three. Sober, sober, sober. You know. Like, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> <laughs> 12-step religion. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yo, speaking the- of that, Alicia was watching something, dude, today about uh, some lady that started up a, a, a religion. It got really big, too. I don't know what it, what it was, but she was watching some documentary about it. Apparently, Scientology. 
It was kind of <laughs> it sounded kind of like that, but it was still based yeah. around Jesus. It was based around Christianity. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah I mean, people do make their own religions and their cults and stuff like that. She looked like the uh, uh, used coke whore. I, sh- I don't know. That's kind of harsh. I probably should. Oh said. wow! Yeah. Like there's a specific. You know the used coke whore? Yeah, yeah. yeah everybody knows that. No, yeah. you know what? I don't really know. trashy. Had the really tall hair. Mm. I don't know what movie it was though. I can't remember. <laughs> sure it was. I can't remember. But it was no, it, crazy. Is it used whore oxymoron? Y- yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. No, that's crazy. I don't know. Oh, I'm, I'm into that stuff though. I, I do got a different uh topic that I want to break up and I so, want to know how you guys feel. You know, right. um we're just coming out of Amazon Prime Day, right? You guys all heard mm-hmm. of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So Hail consumerism. I, I I I bought into it this year. I was like, all right, fuck it. It's consumerism. Um everybody's supposed to buy some during Prime Day. So I go on there and I'm looking and I ordered a, <laughs> I ordered a, a, a juicer, bro. I started reading about like celery juice and, you know, the benefits of it and all of this. So I got like a, a cold press, like it, it's like an auger and it squeezes mm-hmm. the juice out of shit. And I was like, I'm about to start juicing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start ju- just that fast. I'm about to start juicing, bro. Like, uh, you know, everybody knows me. No, I don't drink. I'm sober as hell. Um, but I was like, that was something that was like a toxin to my body. I was like, mm-hmm. imagine if I was putting like healthy stuff into my body, you know, with day, daily, regular, uh, exercise, um, how much, how better would I feel? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? How much better would I feel? Like, yeah, I'd be, you know, so I was like, all right. So I used the consumerism to get me to buy something at least that was healthy. Um, I mean, yeah, you diverted that energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I I get preachy when I start doing something that helps and benefits me, and I start feeling better. I get really preachy about it too. So (laughs) you should be drinking juice. Come on, put a little shot of creatine in there. Let's go. (laughs) There you go. The next next episode you're gonna come on. Hey fellas, hey, what's going on, Steve? Well, you know, I just got myself a little kale, uh, spinach, uh, garbanzo (laughs) bean mix in here with a little creatine powder. Uh, you know, but no, I'm doing heard, good though. You know, I heard of some really awesome blends, man. It was like uh, celery, um, apple, uh, uh, okay, celery, green, green apple, um, a little bit of lemon, some some ginger root. Uh, dude, Ooh, some ginger, dude, and you know, probably throw a little ginseng in there or something. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I, I can make my own like pre-workout drinks. I can make my own protein drinks. Mm-hmm. I a Nutribullet thing too, so um, the Nutribullet. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like blending, making smoothies and whatnot. You know what I mean? Uh, this is more of a juicer. So mm-hmm. yeah, we we leveling up the beverage game out here. I'm getting savvy on my beverage shit. Uh, so stay <laughs> tuned. Something else dropping in the beverage game. <laughs> you feel me? Hey man, you gotta, you gotta yeah, be man. stepping it up, man. Taking care of this body, like I said. You know, yeah, I'm man. over here. Uh, confronted with my own mortality, could drop dead any second. You know, I got the Rona, so you know how that goes. I'm uh, feeling it, boy. <laughs> even ask you that. Oh no, man, no man, it's not. It's not that big of a deal. I mean, I just feel bad because again, we it was on a bachelor party, you know, in Vegas, and you yeah. know, so half of us got it. And, you know, and the groom and the uh, best man of the other two, and so his wedding is in a couple weeks. So he like he's got to get you know less than a couple weeks. So I'm like, man, got to get well before the wedding. You know, because we ain't trying to cancel all of that stuff. And oh, that's cool. You got some time. Yeah. 
Yeah, you got a little bit of time, exactly. Oh, so I'm you. just like, I thought y'all, like y'all had the bachelor party and they got married afterwards. Nah, right? nah, 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 nah. Uh-uh. Next day. Nah, uh-huh. no, no, no. That's that. Was, that would be a terrible idea. You need recovery time. Exactly. <laughs> Especially from Vegas, man. It's one of those things you get older to. You need a vacation from the vacation. Got to recover. Mm-hmm. Once you get back. <laughs> I was hey, we got married right after the the, the night of shenanigans. So, uh, oh wow! And I'm surprised how good all the pictures and everything turned out. But uh, see, look at you, surprised how good everything worked out. Motherfuckers uh, is hungover and shit. Yeah, he's just oh. <laughs> looking beautiful on the outside with all the makeup and tuxes, but then on the inside, front like stir fried shit. Yeah, went back to the <laughs> after the wedding and just passed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yo, so what's the most fun you ever had at a wedding? You know, leaving. No, I'm leaving for <laughs> leaving <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. No, I ain't never had some... like car accident. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, you know what's gonna happen. You know no. what's gonna happen. You know what's gonna happen. Uh, Let's get this thing over with. No, man. Yeah. The funny, the funniest time I had was my cousin's wedding. You know, because I was in it. You know, as well. But we did no rehearsal. Here's the thing: like my best friend married my cousin, and so I know everybody there and everything. And we get to the venue, and I swear there was no rehearsal, none. We saw nothing. We saw no step into the stage. I never, I didn't see the room, nothing. We just back there. We changed, and we stand in front of this door, and we have a picture of us back there. Somebody took a picture. I'm standing there, like adjusting my, you know, collar. He's got his head down like this. We both got dreads at the time too, and we just looking like, man, what the hell are we about to see? It opened the door, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, okay, I see everything. And it was just like a short distance for me, like walk to up to the front and. But again, no rehearsal, extra blind. And then, you know, I had to give, it's my first time being a best man, so I had to give a best man speech. Oh, and, you know, man. I don't know, like the gender was flowing or whatever. I gave a speech. Everybody said I did a great job. I don't even remember this People stuff. I'm trying yeah. to tell you. And then, and then, boom, I catch the, uh, I catch the uh, bouquet or whatever. And then I look over at my mom, bro, and she gives me this look like, mm, just <laughs> like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Cause I was like, bro. How old were you? Man, I was like 27 or something. I was growing already. Wait, 28. Man. No, I was probably like 28. But no, I was starting to like this one girl who was at the wedding, and my mom, she was kind of suspicious of it, I think. And so when I, when that happened, I looked over at her and started smiling, and she just looked at me like, that ain't funny. <laughs> no, no way. Hit you with one of them looks. Oh, man. Man, man but yeah, man, we, man. we turned up that night. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Hell yeah, man. Shout out to the weddings, man. See, especially now this experience, I've had a baby. You know, that's one of the reasons I wanted to get married for me to have a baby. But now I got a baby. So I don't know, man. Wedding just yeah. sounds like more, you know, work. Now you got to get the woman and the baby. I, I, uh, I can barely afford the baby right now. <laughs> I, yeah, hey. yeah, I want to switch something up here real quick. <laughs> um, Thank you. To hear from both of you guys, uh, either Eric or Steve, y'all can answer first. So I know last episode I mentioned something when it comes to the dark, strange, and mysterious things. I'm all about that. And uh, and I'm talking about either whether it's paranormal, something different, something scary, something spooky. What is the most scariest thing that you guys experienced so far in your life? Like something that you couldn't explain, whether you're home by yourself and uh, you keep hearing knocking or... You're at house sitting for somebody and you just know they got a room in the house that you don't want to be by or walk past. Like something, the vibe you get from the place is just not right, whether it's a, a workplace when you worked at a warehouse late at night. 
I've had all these types of experiences. Right. I want to hear. I'll share mine, obviously, but for you, Steve or Eric, go ahead and share mm. some of your experiences that you may have had or know of someone that's experienced. Man, I got one off top, man. Like I know exactly what it is because. I'm one of those people, I'm not, you know, into the paranormal necessarily. I ain't seen a bunch of ghosts or anything like that. But uh, it was a time when I was living, again, with my cousin and my best friend. And um, we had just come back from something, but I, I was the only one that came back. Uh, they had, you know, gone on to pick up something or whatever. So I'm at the house by myself. And I put on my pajama pants, you know, I'm about to just chill. And then I decided to take out the garbage. So go out to the... Uh, uh, as soon as like, go, going out to the garbage, as soon as I close the door behind me, you know, I don't have my keys on me or nothing, but I close the door behind me. And on the inside, I swear something told me, you know, that door locked. I'm like, man, I just shook it off real quick. Went and walked to the, you know, garbage. Boom. And as I'm coming back, I'm walking back to the door. A thing in my head is saying, you know, that door. I was like, man, whatever. And so I grabbed the bottom lock and oh, sorry, the bottom knob and I twisted. And I'm like, okay, we're fine. Because the app was going to, you know, if I forgot to twist a little knob on the bottom, I'd be screwed. I was like, no, I knew I didn't. So I twist it, and then I go to push it in, and boom, the deadbolt is locked. From the inside, bro. Nobody else is in the place. Nobody. The other door to even get into our crib was blocked, actually. Blocked off by, like, coat racks and stuff. We only used one door. Damn. (laughs) Bro, I sat down. There was a chair outside. I just sat down real quick and just sat there and started thinking about life. I said, what in the... I said, no way. Yeah, and so and then again, I have to you know Jimmy the little you know breaking my own house, Jimmy the screen off, you know what I'm saying jump through the window, and then I look <laughs> and sure enough, the damn deadbolt that you have to physically turn, you have to physically turn that From thing the inside. inside. That thing was all the way locked, bro. The unexplainable to this day. I told him <laughs> when my roommates got home, I was like, bro, yeah, that goes. Yeah, I ain't gonna believe you, but this just happened. Yeah, that goes yeah. to not want you back in the house. You're like, all right. Bruh, if we're on the inside, like if we're on the inside, like we get that voice or that feeling to tell you that just happened. I was like, nah, what? That's I crazy. couldn't believe it. I said, <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, that's it. I didn't see no ghosts or nothing, but I got locked out of my own house. And you just had that feeling. By something. And, again, and I said, and I said it again. Something I never say, like you know, on the inside of my. Why would I think? Oh, I, you know, you just locked. You know, this door just locked on you. I yeah. never would even think to come in my mind. That's crazy. And then, bam, that happened. I said, "Boy, I don't yeah. know what I got." Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, you know. Go ahead. I, don't, I don't know. Boy, I, man, I don't even know where to begin. So, <laughs> okay. I think the worst one that I've had was at my aunt's house where I used to live with my cousin and everything. Uh, the basement, till this day, I don't sleep over there. I don't. And uh, when we lived there, my brother's room was in the basement. You go down the stairs. It was like a two-level home. You get your main floor, and then you get your basement, kind of like how your house is, Steve. Yeah. You got main floor and basement. And the basement is not like those half basements where you guys full-size window. It's a basement where the window is like, like a, a foot. Basement. Yeah, like a, if you have a window, it's like a foot tall. You know those yeah. little windows, because yeah. the rest of you underground, right? And yeah, like the, the egress, the egress window. Yeah, yeah. it's like six feet. So up. when the lights off, it's pitch black, and the only light we had was the reflection of like the VCR light of the clock. Yeah. Uh-uh. Right. So at this time, I had to share this basement space with my brother. And uh, one night, he's my brother used to mess with me all the time, trying to scare me and shit. And I, 
Usually I was in heaven, but this night was a little bit different. I wake up, it's like two in the morning, and I, again, all you see is just the light from the VCR and stuff like that. And my brother is like moaning. I'm like, hey, like, quit that shit. It's not funny, yeah. you know? And then he started doing it like aggressively. Like he never does it for that long. Usually he'll just, oh, I'm just messing with you. But no, he kept going. I'm like, what the hell? So I got scared. I jumped out of bed. I turned on the light, and he's, like, fighting something under the blanket. So I go and try to move the blanket, and he's, like, in a deep sleep, like, fighting something, moaning and shit, and, like, foam is coming out of his mouth, right? So I run upstairs. I wake up everybody, my uncle and everything, come downstairs, and he's still in this battle or whatever. I'm like, yo, what the hell is going on, dude? And uh, my uncle's, like, slapping him, trying to wake him up. And finally, he comes out of it, and he's just like, oh, what, are y'all, what are you guys doing down here? Uh, no, just nothing. Went back to sleep. I'm like, nah, I'm not sleeping. No, nope. I'm going <laughs> no, 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 sir. I saw that. Yeah, that's, that so, would have freaked this shit out. Yeah. So let's fast forward a couple of years. We move out, but they still live there. My cousin now takes over the basement. Yeah. I come over. He has friends over, too, and they're getting ready for like some type of soccer event the next morning. And we're all slumber partying style, sleeping on the floor. And uh, out of nowhere, again, VCR light, I'm on the floor. I got, like, his couple teammates, like, two or three lined up next to me on the floor. We're all sleeping next to each other on the ground. And my cousin's in his bed. I wake up randomly, and I look to my left towards the stairway to go upstairs. And that's where the entertainment TV is and everything like that. And I kid you not, I see a shadow of a little girl with long braided hair hunched over one of the guys. Mm-mm-mm. And I could, and I said, I was like, hey, you know, like trying to get somebody to wake up. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I could tell when I said that, whatever it was, it turned its head, like the hair flicked around, like it turned its over to look towards oh, me. Shit. And it was just pure black, like mm. darker than black. I was like, oh. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, hey. At this point, I'm wide awake. And I'm the yeah, only yeah, one yeah, awake. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, yo. And I'm, I have this weird cold sweat and goose all over my body. And now I hear Sonny, my cousin, moaning from his bed. Oh, I'm, like, I'm like, oh, no, I'm having flashback to the time my brother was doing this. Yeah. And I'm starting to hear something hit the ground. I'm like, oh, hell no. I jumped up. I turned on the lights. And it's my cousin on the side of his bed crawling towards me half asleep with his hand stretched out towards me and he wakes up and looks at me and be like what the hell didn't think nothing goes back to sleep i said nope i went upstairs yeah (laughs) Yeah. and and ever since then anytime i go over there i'll go downstairs and visit my you know cousin and stuff say what's up but nighttime, I'm out that house. I'm I'm going. <laughs> you know, okay, messing yeah, with you. No, 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 no. in this house is not yeah. for me. Yeah. And, and there, you probably used to the house and everything like that. But I'm telling you that, because even when I was, I was living there and my room was in upstairs. Yeah. There's a, there's a bedroom and literally in the middle of the house was a double door to get into the room. One goes back towards the hallway and other bedrooms, and the other one goes into the second living room slash kitchen. Yeah. So there's two doors to get in this room. And then the door next to my wall is the door to go downstairs in the basement. And on top of that, this room has a closet that has a door to the attic. So this room oh, has all shit. types of doors going in. It's literally in the middle of the house. And yeah. that was my bedroom at one point. And uh, every night I couldn't sleep. The pots and pans would be moving in the kitchen. 
And my Mm-mm. auntie thinking I'm tripping. I'm like, nah. I like, y'all don't get it. I like sleep yeah. with the, the bedroom light on all night and everything. I wouldn't sleep until the sun comes up. I'm like, nah. Can't do I'm it. sleeping mm. with my heat. Nah, I'm trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. Nah, I, you know, that, that is crazy, me, you know. Oh, man. No, I'm telling you, bro. There's some, and then there's crazy stories. Like, man, I, to me, I like, I, I'm interested in it. Because it's like, it's the stories you hear behind these things, you know what I mean? Like, not even just mine. I don't know what the story is of the spirits at that house, and I don't want to know. I I literally leave it alone. I won't mess with it. I won't disrespect it. I'll let it be. But when I hear stories of, like, an old house, uh, like, murdered, like the Lizzie household where she murdered, supposedly murdered her dad, right? I don't know if you guys heard about that. Uh, I don't don't think I whatever. Uh-huh. So apparently back in the days, uh, it's now made into like a bed and breakfast. So you can stay there if you want to. Oh, but, <laughs> but, uh, but apparently back, Yeah, apparently there's a whole history behind it. You can find it on like History Channel and stuff like that. Like apparently she murdered her dad with an axe. And oh, back gosh. then they thought it was her because she was the only one in the house at the time that the maid was also murdered in a different room. And they're trying to figure out you know, she's such a small person. How was she able to have the power to mm-hmm. hit somebody and surprise her dad with an axe and beat him uh-huh. to death? And they have pictures of the the body, like you know, dead on the couch and all that stuff. Hey, who, what is this called? It's like who? the Lizzie, the Lizzie something. If you look Not it Lizzie up, Lizzie McGuire. No, like Lizzie <laughs> haunted house or whatever, and you'll, you'll you'll be able to see it, and uh, or at least the story and everything like that. And there's people that do the paranormal investigator. A lot of the paranormal investigator stuff, I think, is like some of it can be creepy. A lot of it is trash. But sometimes you like for me, I like it when it Lizzie Borden. Yeah, there it is. Lizzie Borden. Lizzie Borden house in River Falls or 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 Fall River among worlds. And Fall uh, River. See, that sounds creepy too. I don't like that. Boston. Right. The river gotta fall. Yeah, or even Tri- even like the story, homicide. like the story of the Winchester, the Winchester house. Uh, she was the wife of the guy that invented the Winchester guns. Oh, yeah. and her, like she said that the spirits came to her or whatever, and that's why she kept building and adding on to the Winchester mansion house. And there's doors in the house that lead to nothing, and it's like she was told to construct and keep building or something like that. So the ghosts or the spirits wouldn't haunt her or whatever and that's why it's built the way it is like there's a whole history thing about it it's crazy what what is going on bro this is called boston ghosts uh lizzie borden took an axe and gave her mother 40 wax yep when she saw when she saw what she'd done she uh gave her father 41 one andrew borden is now dead lizzie hit him on the head and heaven he will sing and or on the gallows she will swing. Yeah, it's a song that I guess the kids neighborhood would sing. Hey nigga, this shit bars. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I they got a rap. The bars. You know, All like right. those no, kids, like those kid rhymes, like ring around the rosy. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Around the rosy. That's Yo, that's black crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. And Yo, to the me, truth when, is stranger than fiction, boy, I tell you. It, and to me, if you guys love horror movies and stuff, I could definitely recommend great ones that will actually scare you psychologically. Like, I like those movies that scare you, make you think, you know, that 
You're like, yeah. ooh, that's creepy. I don't like the 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 Saw movies where it's like mm-hmm. it's just gory. That's just nasty. I, I just want watch something. The Saw movies too. I just <laughs> want something that's gonna be scared with the crazy story that actually like creeps you out and be like, ooh. So you like, like suspenseful, thrilling? Yeah, suspenseful, uh, thrilling with a good story. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, for instance, I don't know if you guys heard the movie called uh, Sh- I think it's called Shutter. It's a, originally a Thai movie or an Asian movie. But the uh, the American uh, version called Shutter or something like that. Shutter Island? What? No, it's just Shutter. Okay, just Shutter. Oh, I've seen this. Uh, I know what movie he's talking about. It was called Shutter, uh, and it had a little uh, Asian girl on the dude's shoulders. Um, that's what it turned out to be like a bunch of weight on her. She was, you know, what I mean the spirit or whatever. That shit was crazy. Yeah, that's <laughs> wild, man. All right, I can hear you a lot better now. Mm. Okay. It's- yeah, it's good. Some good uh, movies out there, guys. Like The Conjuring was another one. Hide and Clap. That creeped hide me out. Clap. That, that sounds creepy. Clap. Hide and Clap, bro. <laughs> I thought it was Hide and Seek. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was Hide and Clap. It's a uh, yeah. There's a famous scene in that movie where she gets uh, somehow hide lured to the basement so like door, yeah. and she goes into the basement entry door, or whatever, and the lights go out, and there's like a string light that she needs to go downstairs to turn on, and then it's yeah. like. Something happens, and then uh, she hear two, two claps, and you see two hands appeared behind in the dark, clapping twice. And then, like, oh, you know maybe I did see oh, a preview yeah, or something like that country. for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's a creepy yeah. One. that creepy ass shit. <laughs> see, if something like that happens to me, nope, nope, nope. I'm going. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting committed, man. I'm getting like I'm going to an institution somewhere. Hey, I love that grudge, mm-hmm. right? Remember the grudge. The ring and the ring back in the day. The ring messed me up, bro. The ring was no the joke, but she came up on that TV. Even though we all it, knew it was I coming, we weren't ready. Classic. I think that's a classic scary movie. Seven days. White oh, Noise. No. Have you guys ever seen White Noise? Mm-hmm. Yep, I've seen that White too. Noise, I think, was a good one, too. <laughs> some old oh, man. Man. Don't never make movies like that again, man. The grudge, oh. dude. I would never look up stairways the same again. <laughs> but yo, what about yo? How'd y'all feel about way back in the day? Remember when it was when the Blair Witch dropped? How big that was? The Blair Witch Project. I wasn't. Uh, a fan. When I, when I, I was a kid. I just remember that. the hype around it because I was a kid when it came out at the time. Oh, it was hyped and up. For people real, were what? I acting it like it was the greatest thing ever. I, I went to go see it in the movie theater. Oh, mm, I see. Yeah. yeah, I know that was that was a big hype behind it. It was like a big hype, but it was like I, a big. I think it was down. too much hype, you know. What exactly, overhyped. It was overhyped, underdelivered. That's why it's like when it comes to scary movies. It's, I'm not gonna lie; it's hard to have, see a good scary movie. I am excited for the new one coming up. I want to see what's about. Like, um, yeah, with Jordan yeah, nope. Yeah. Sounds like how you was dealing with this yeah. the your ghost situation. Yeah, nope. nope. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it, man. Like, nah, I'm good. You know that's gonna be a hit. I, I think that nice. one is gonna be a hit. There was get another out. one, right? That did it like get out and this get is out. Us they, they get out and us. Yeah. Us was a good yeah. one too. Exactly. Because here's the thing, he's a comedy like guy and, and so there's so much in horror movies, there's a tradition of comedy. There's a lot of comedy in horror movies, and so he's just a master of that. Like, mm-hmm. I think with a lot of comedy too, man. Uh, I watched Bill Burr special too the other night. Uh, shout Bill, out to Bill Burr. <laughs> they're, they're doing, uh, you know, they're, they're up there having a one-sided conversation, so they do a lot of storytelling and and the way that they write. I give uh, comedians oh, yeah. props for what they write. You Definitely. know what I mean? You think about how much that shit. There's a lot that goes into that. I know there's some mm-hmm. comedians get up there and kind of like freestyle or whatever, but 
you know. No, you uh, can tell the ones that actually put in that time to yeah, write write and tell their story in a, such a unique and creative way. Yes. Like yes. Dave Chappelle makes some deep points, you know, and he gets his point across, but he makes it funny. And he understands how to do it, like how it, the, the format of it and shit, like when to hit with certain jokes and when does this bit mm-hmm. come in. You know what I mean? I, I, I think there's a lot of writing to that shit, too. Yeah. I mean, you look at... I you know, think it, the transition from comedian to being a writer and you know, produce it and try to make it visual probably was an easier jump for, for him. Mm-hmm. And having the ability to tell the story too. You know what I mean? Like Kevin Hart, I think, does a good job of telling the story on stage. Um, Joe Coy is another favorite comedian of mine. Um, there's just so many people. Yeah. I, obviously, I like the popular ones um, that you know and hear about. Dave Chappelle. Oh, I got I one. I think Cat Williams got a new one. Cat Williams has um, one. Cat Williams got a new one coming out. Yeah. All right, we're talking about carrying over to being uh, uh, writers. Check this one out. And we're talking about horror movies. Tell me what y'all think about House of a Thousand Corpses by oh, Rob Zombie. Oh, yeah. Rob Zombie. Let's go, yeah, With the ditches and burn yeah. through the witches oh, and slam in the background. Rob Take you there. Fucking Rob Zombie. Let's go. I remember that one and the Devil's Rejects. I remember yeah, yes, both, both the Devil's movies. Rejects was better than uh, House of mm-hmm. a Thousand. Exactly. I watched the Devil's Rejects a lot more. Yeah. Um, because yeah, House of the Thousand Corpses, again, the shock value. It was just going all the way there. And it had that same aesthetic. Um, I really like the yeah. um the um what you call it, uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre when it yeah. had Jessica Beale in it. I yeah, had that man. gritty, grimy aesthetic. And so that dope. one had that same thing, except, yeah, it was just psycho. He puts that psycho element to it where people really are fucking nuts. You feel me? <laughs> like, I don't know why. That's what uh, freaks me out the most. He's dealing with characters like, well, I bet there's the movie, people that really like this. Now that you mentioned that, the movie that really scared me, like, like really had me scared when I was younger, was The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Mm. That movie scared oh, the hell out that of me. Was, that was scary as shit. Because it was based on, it had some really true uh, events, true events and a recording of the actual exorcist, which when you hear it, it's, it, man, it is haunting as all hell. Yeah, so it's hard to deny that, man. A lot of those things, too, they got uh, documentation of it and shit, too. Oh, yeah, the documentation that's of the actual exorcism? Wow, bro. All right, like, now I know what my scariest shit was. It, I, I, it took us time for us to be talking about it. Huh? Um, Shit like that. That's when my scariest moment was. Cause Possession? I, I, no, um, I was just thinking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre when he said mm-hmm. that. Yeah, know I hang around a lot of white people too. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I go to real white places. Get <laughs> 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 out shit. <laughs> so uh, there is a time, you know, when your boy traveled a little bit up out of the city area, and uh, I kept thinking about shit like that. You start seeing. You know what looks like, and people might fucking judge me. What looks like inbred homes and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like where? What the fuck is it? You know these little fucking towns. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We were. I forgot where the fuck we were driving, but I was driving, and you see these little fucking towns. That shit riding through that shit is like the fucking worst shit uh, for me. Uh, that scared the fuck out of me. It's like if my car breaks down, like somebody throws out a bunch of teeth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right 
and wire and pop my fucking tires. <laughs> to defend me and the family, I gotta shoot my way up out of this bum fuck town of nowhere. The hills have eyes. Yeah, stuff. the hills yeah. have eyes. Yeah, dude, that type of shit. I'm not for that. I'm not for that. Specifically because my family, uh, they're used to a certain lifestyle. They ain't gonna be able to rough it out here. They don't know no fuck about. <laughs> we ain't gonna make it. Ramble or some shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I, you know, for me, when I'm out in the countryside and stuff like that, and uh, yeah. you'll pass by these houses just out there by themselves, I'm like, first of all, no. I'm not ever, <laughs> I'm not ever living yeah. out here. You're telling me if I live out here and my closer neighbor is going to take 10, 15 minutes to get to me if I needed help? Yeah, and I, and somewhere out in this land, someone would just kill somebody and dump it on my property. Right, don't even and next do. thing you know, I have to deal with it, or I'm just out doing my work. Maybe I own a farmland, and I, I come across a dead body. Now I got to deal with it. Or on top of that, it's just wild shit that goes on out there that you'll be like, yo. Because you know damn well when you're driving out there and you see a house by itself, like, why would you live there? Yeah. Well, I mean, can I be for real with y'all? That's uh, my retirement plan, G. I ain't going to lie. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people do like to get away from it all. Don't get me wrong. I understand that. I, I understand that, that definitely, but, but realistically, I'm not gonna pick an area like Hills Have Eyes or something. But uh, you know, I understand <laughs> people want to get away and everything. But realistically, if something were to go down, you tell me that you're you're that comfortable out there, knowing that some even just say if something medically happened to you, and the closest hospital is an hour it. away. That's it. An ice cube can take you out. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Something simple, out, man. You know, and and the closest thing to a hospital up. is an hour away, and you gotta and nobody wait. Nobody will find my body for like fucking weeks. Exactly. We have to mean? do. I would have to do a wellness check on you every yeah, day. Do wellness checks on it. Hey man, see if he good out there. <laughs> hey, you heard from? Hey, you're seeing you know. Johnny. Yeah, but I know, I know, I know that there's people that want to be like that and live that lifestyle. Then by all means, let me know, and I won't check up on you unless you want me to. You know, I'll come by. Don't worry about it. (laughs) I think when I retire and I got that piece of land, um, it's gonna be more like uh, you know, kids, nephew, people pulling up. Like, hey, I know for a fact I ain't gonna be by myself. Like, I know uh, I'm gonna get that. I'm doing that for the family. I love to host like uh, family reunions and shit. I'll have acreage and shit so people could just come by. You know, I'll have my forty acres. You know, and then have like a little area. See, like to me, that's know. that sounds cool, but it's like, what about those days and weeks when no one wants to drive an extra? 45 minutes out the way. To that means they don't love out. you. It's not even the love. You're telling me, if you call me up saying, hey, man, I need you to come help me out with something, I hear something out there, and it's like midnight, and I got to drive all the way. I'm like, mm, hey, man, put it on FaceTime. Put it on FaceTime. Let me finish. I'll be like, don't call me. You have guns. Wait until yeah. sunlight. I'll come by with some you people. You have to but, tough it out. Yeah, you I'm know? like, hey. But, and on top of that, if I'm driving out there and it's pitch black and I don't know where yeah. I'm going, and you got to drive through cornfields just to get to the driveway of your house and then drive another 15 minutes to get to yeah. your house, yeah. no. Yeah. I'm trying to be in the woods, in the woods. I'd be like, that's but, your land. You, know, you know where everything is. Go ahead and hop you know, up in the car and come back to the city. A lot of it is too, man. My mind, I have been thinking about just like living off the land and shit yeah. like that. You know, my mind goes there sometimes, man. And I'd be thinking about that. Like, Again, great. Again, uh, all that is beautiful. All that is beautiful. But I live in the 21st century. I don't need to do it. Mino is not about it. He's like, yo, I hear all this nature stuff you're talking about, roughing it. You know, goddamn that, man. I need over. It's like, again, if you grew up that way, if you grew up that way and that's your lifestyle and you enjoy that, cool. By all means, do it. I'm not not mad at you. I'm just saying for me, 
Mino said he a city slicker. <laughs> I just like the convenience, man. I've been spoiled. If I have a phone, I'm going to use my phone. If yeah. I have a car, I'm going to use my car. If there's a store down the street and I could get the same thing instead of spending two hours to kill, gut it, cook it, and all that, and I could get it in yeah. five minutes, I'm going to do that in five minutes because then I could spend the rest of the time spending with people I love. Yeah. There you go. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Go. What about those special memories of being out in the wilderness and getting chased by bears and, you know, fighting off gang- gangrene? Uh, malaria, you know, all the fun things, you know, tipping your canoe over, risking, you know, hypothermia. Maybe I watch too many nature shows. Diarrhea is super common when you first start trying to, you know, diarrhea diarrhea used to kill people. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dehydration. Dehydration is a real thing. Mm -hmm. No, that's real. Yo, y'all ever, um, Y'all ever see that one movie? I think it's called like Into the Wild. It was about like the uh it was a real story. This dude went up to Alaska and like lived in a bus. Like he yeah, traveled throughout the country. I think I would do that type of stuff. Yeah. Just, um, you know what I mean? Like I said too, uh, my kids are getting older. I'm pretty young. You know what I mean? I'm thirty seven. Uh mm, that's true. Um I'll be forty by the time Olivia graduates high school. You know what I mean? Hopefully, all things work right. I'll be retiring pretty early. So it's like, I'm going to still be young enough to kind of do shit. And, you know, I like to shoot guns. And so I would like to have me some some yards. Some, I could go in the back. I'll have a little uh, dirt pile dug up and a little backdrop. Go out there and shoot some guns and uh, teach. What I would love to do is, like, teach people how to use firearms and teach people how to grow fruits and veggies so they could live off, you know, just in case if some shit ever go down. It's good to have that one person out the crew. Mm. You see these movies, right? Uh, the movies that we talking about where they got to survive. There's mm-hmm. the one nigga that knows about, like, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, botany. Keep, keep, keep your survival hoeing around. You yeah. know, the and MacGyver dude. Yeah, I used to go hunting with my grandpa, and so now he knows mm-hmm. how to do shit. You know what I mean? Any survival movies and shit. Exactly. Now, need to get our boy. Where we gotta, we we have mm-hmm. to do some films. We gotta call our boy James Bresky. You know, he's an Alaskan wilderness oh, yeah. man. <laughs> James, no, I'm coming to get him. Exactly. Hey, bro, come on, man. Like, hey, uh, if shit Teach goes me how south, to spearfish. Speaking, su- speaking of survivals, uh, what does. What's your favorite survival movie? Mine would have to be I Am Legend. Ooh. That movie was so... Uh, man, well done. I, I first of know. all, I couldn't imagine being the only one alive <laughs> in like the vicinity of the area Ooh. that I was staying at. You know what I mean? Mine's Continue a big book of Manicus. Eli. Ooh, oh, apocalyptic movie. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit was real. Like... You know, shit went down, and now they were trying to, you know, use the, the he, he had the Bible, and he was trying to use the Bible to control people, and that just made me think about the way that the world is, and I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. that shit probably fucking happened. Yeah, that's what the people would do, definitely. I was killing rabbits and shit, son, <laughs> getting the yeah, oil yeah. off. Yeah, I was like, using the oil for his chapped lips, and water mm-hmm. was like, the, and he was, you know, bargaining little wet wipes and shit. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Man. That is crazy. No, that's a pretty good one, man. A book of Eli. Um, let's see, man. I really like the, uh, you know what, Castaway. Tom Hanks, oh, yeah. man, old school Castaway. I finally watched that movie like years and years yeah. after it came out. But I got it, man. Wilson, man, made friends with a volleyball. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It was real. You know, so shout out to Tom Hanks, man. He had me enthralled. That man's a master actor. Just him on the screen. 
Wait, what was that about? Was he just like... He, he, was, a, he was a stranded on an island, casted on the desert, stranded on island. I think it was a plane. His plane went down, um, oh. like a FedEx plane or something like that. That went down. And yeah, he was stranded on an island. And, um, you know, just kind of basically had to you know learn how to survive and deal with the isolation. And one of the things he did, he made this, it became... I remember that it had little dolls and stuff of it, like the Wilson. Yeah, like the, the, the ball, yeah. yeah. And then I'm telling you, Wilson floats away. It's emotional. You'd be like, oh, no. Speaking of that, what is uh, that is one of my biggest fears is flying in a plane and having it crash. Man. Uh, That's why I don't fly. That is a fear, definitely. I mean, it's like, what are you going to do? I think everybody thinks about it. Because for me, me, man, it's like, I feel like it's out of my control. I'm giving my life into someone else's hands at that point. You know what I mean? At least when I'm driving, I'm controlling the car, and I could control. Well, somebody it. could just come up and smash yeah. it. Yeah, someone could come smash it. But I'll have the yeah. ability to at least see it coming with you know whatever. I'll I'll see yeah. something coming. Yeah. When you up in the air, kind of um, engine is going out. Oh shit! What yeah. can I do? Well, <laughs> well, we're gonna put you in the position where the moment we impact, you'll break your neck immediately and die. So you don't have to worry. <laughs> so. <laughs> I know, to be honest with you, anytime I'm on it, because I'm from the East Coast, I, I felt like that being in the subway and shit too. Like oh, riding the cool. subway and shit. You're you're enclosed in some public transportation type of shit situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 you never on a bus. Like, I hate being on a bus. Too many people. I'm like, man, he hit this corner too hard. Nigga, this we we yeah, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a whole she wrote. Yeah, man. So like you remember Steve. I remember Steve. He was a good he was a good brother. Bus 429? No. <laughs> I know, right? What happened to him? He didn't have a car. Oh, God man. damn. Yeah. So I hate putting my life... I mean, no, I agree with you, dude. I hate putting my life in other people's hands. That is the scariest shit. Because it's like, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's not then of their fault. It's just my comfort, my comfort zone. I'd rather be in a position where if, if something happens to me, it's because of me. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. you no, know, I agree. I agree. And definitely don't, like, fly, don't definitely don't fly spirit, yeah. then, man. That shit's too noisy. You'd be like, mm, everything looks janky. Like, you know, with <laughs> the fact that you're being on the airplane, I don't know why they just don't equip each seat with their parachute. At least give people a chance to jump out and parachute. I think uh, it's a matter too of you know, to you'd have to do it in a uh, in an orderly fashion. You can't have everybody trying to deploy because yeah. uh, there's a lot of people on the plane for one. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I get it. But so what do you guys think about space. this? With, with that being said, I was just thinking about this earlier, and I was going to bring it up to y'all. Like, the personal helicopters. Bro. If y'all ever mm. chance, go to... I went down that rabbit hole. Inspector home. Gadget. Inspector Bro, Gadget type oh, shit. Man, man, look. Man, look. I went down that, that rabbit hole and seen, like, these little personal little helicopters. I'm like, bro. Now, me, oh, yeah, if I lived out in the open, I probably had to grab one of those. And be like, yeah, man, I'm getting this helicopter, you're getting the fuck off out of here. Got like some little ones, man. It, it's pretty dope. It's pretty. Dope. That would be dope. Like, that just reminds me again. I got Inspector Gadget like images in my head. Dun, 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 dun. Right. It's just like all of a sudden this thing pops out my trench coat, this pole, and then all of a sudden it starts spinning. <laughs> I just take the hell off from my trench coat. Go, go helicopter. Bro, I'm trying. That that's just the imagery of my in my head, but that would be fun as hell. I think the craziest story I ever heard was this dude trying to um creating his own like hot air balloon. He wanted to like, and so he tied some helium balloons to a chair, and then like with like a BB gun, <laughs> like to like pop the balloons, like and then he floated off, bro. 
And that was, that was always one of my fears. Like, all of a sudden, if I just floated off somewhere, instead of in a plane or nothing like that, you grab onto a rope or grab on a, a balloon or something and just, oh, like, when do you let go? If you don't let go in time, like, you die, you know? Anything that brings you up in the air, I'm cool. You know what the wildest thing I ever saw though? Like, well, not the wildest thing I ever saw, but I was, we was at this bar, me and this, you know, girl, we was talking, we was kicking it, and we started just, you know, ate at this bar, and this real tall bartender guy, tall white dude or whatever, started talking to us real friendly, and then all of a sudden he's like, hey man, you want to see the video of me base jumping? I'm like, huh? Pulls up his laptop out of nowhere, pulls out a laptop, sits it on the counter, and he had several videos of him in a row. Again, base jumping, which is just jumping off a tall ass object and then ripping your parachute. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The most dangerous thing you can do. Like, literally. Yeah. That shit is literally this bad. Just jumping yeah. off bridges, jumping off high-ass rocks, you know, just doing it. I'm like, bruh. Clear, bro. Dude, that man is mainlining it. He over there speedballing yeah. adrenaline. <laughs> okay. That's too much. That's man, doing too much. Man. White? Of course. Tall, oh, white, you know, good man. Yeah. You kidding me? My brothers, that don't even. Cry. I, I, I figured out that because you never know, man. You know, Us bros, we get into all. We kind get into some of stuff too. Days. Again, I, we, we, we grew up on Nitro Circus too. I grew up yeah. on shout out to Travis Pastrana. Yeah, you know, Nitro Circus world. Because uh, um, I thought about it. I thought, thought about, about base jumping. Man, hell yeah, hell Dude, yeah. Yeah, you need to. Hell I'm glad yeah. you got sober, my brother. I'm glad. <laughs> you. That's all you need to. Well, I think too, you know, it, maybe that's just me, um, future tripping. I'm just gonna keep it real with y'all. I, I've been thinking about, you know, because uh, my youngest kid is we all we do is talk volleyball, and my baby girl, so she just came from a U of M camp again today. Uh, so she mm-hmm. had a U of M camp. She's out here putting in that work, dude. I swear she's tearing it up. Um, and I'm like, dude, she's gonna be going to college here pretty soon. What? The, and it's just gonna be me and Alicia. So mm-hmm. uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That that's on my mind a lot. You know? Yeah, I might need to, to get into some adrenaline. That's all I was talking about too, man. You know, I was talking about getting a garden in the backyard, man. I'm trying to uh, solidify some hobbies, try to get myself uh, active and doing stuff. and productive again. So you're not yeah. idle. You and, know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, you don't want to be idle. You know, sure. I'm growing celery and I'm hitting it with the juicer and I'm working out. You know what I mean? These are all things that uh, are healthy, uh, but they're hobbies. Shout out Thanks. to Super Steve. They're coming soon. <laughs> like with the million dollar man, six million dollar man, we can make him bigger, stronger, <laughs> faster. I like that. Right. See, I'm not that old. See, this is me trying to talk about things that I didn't heard about that sound appropriate, yeah. but I really have no idea. Because you've been hanging with all the old heads. Yeah, hey, so man, you see all this gray hair, you know what I'm saying? I think I just yeah. attract to old people. So that's why y'all in my life, my yeah. old friends. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, hey, like, he, know, he know what it's like. Yeah, before we get to the question of the day here, um, for you guys, is there anything you want to cover? Any mm-hmm. topics that came up during the week that you wanted to discuss real quick? Mm-hmm. Well, I did want to bring back up, like I said, because we did the last um, the podcast uh, just yesterday for Consider Your Mind about boundaries. So I kind of wanted to bring that back up because it's something I know that I struggle with, you know, and it kind of got brought back up briefly, Steve, you get a preview of the episode where I talk about, I end up buying like a, a I end up buying something like in Vegas, bought like a, t- a, t- a shirt for my baby mama to like make up for a shirt that I bought her that was like too small or whatever. 
But it yeah. was just one of them things. Like when I, I when I told her about it, she checked me. I was like, "Why are you buying me?" A shirt? I wasn't even thinking about that. It was like, but in my mind, I'm sitting here trying to make up for stuff in the past, trying to do all these other things. And yeah. I'm like, man, I got boundaries. Shit. Like I'm crossing lines here. I shouldn't even be, you know, what I'm yeah. saying, putting that type of pressure on her to react like we're in a relationship still or something. And I'm like, damn, man, how to, you know, how do this co-parenting thing? How do we keep these boundaries and distances and like, like, nigga? Do you? It might be just you feeling like you want a relationship with her. Nah. No, no. I mean, subconsciously, it's, maybe. Well, there, it's, it's I want things to be cool again. I don't miss being nobody. I don't miss being nobody's boyfriend. Let me tell you that much. Okay, saying, you nah. guys share, you guys share the intimate moment. You mm-hmm. guys, we got a kid. Yeah. A child, right? So mm-hmm. I think it's crazy to be like, oh, well, you know, damn, I don't know where that feeling came from. Hmm. Damn, there was a, a genuine feeling of, damn, I kind of want her to be my. Yeah. And I, I'm not. I'm assuming, obviously, yeah, you know I mean, because uh, I don't know. I don't know what your situation is like, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying that to have that feeling, yeah. Okay. It'll happen. I'm pretty sure. Okay. But right. I'm a licensed professional, so don't take my words, anybody, uh, <laughs> and make any uh, life changing uh, <laughs> life changing decisions. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's just something new to navigate. Again, having a, um, a relationship with a person that you don't have a relationship with. We have a child together, we share a child, but we're not together. It's just, that's, that thing to me is a struggle. Like having to have, having to build boundaries in a new relationship with people. Like, how do you have a new relationship with a person that, you know, you had something previously with. I don't yeah. know if y'all have ever had that, had to do that, like have been in a relationship or was intimate with somebody, all of this stuff, and now you're trying to change the whole complete dynamic of how y'all get down. For me, mm. it's a little bit, I could kind of relate to that because right now I'm at a place with my ex where it's, you know, obviously we're not together. The romantic mm-hmm. part of it is done and over with. But, you know, like she had a daughter... And I felt as like my own daughter as well, so my stepdaughter, if you will. And to care for someone else's kid as your own, to me, was one of the best parts of that relationship because it got me to learn how to be a father. So, mm-hmm. and now we haven't spoken like five, six years, and uh, daughter is now close to being sixteen or is sixteen. Mm-hmm. Driving age, yeah. You know, and uh, for me, it's like, I personally, I want to establish that relationship for, as like, I guess being, at least opening up that relationship as a friendship, you know, because for six years, when you're with somebody, they become your best friend, you know what I mean? You don't just throw all that away if it didn't end. Yeah, yeah. You know, if it wasn't too bad of an ending, you know, that for me, I feel like we're mature enough to... Take it for what it is. As in the past, we were young at the time, and you know, we've both grown since then. And for me, relationships mean a lot. Whether you know you want to be whatever. I mean, if it was a flat out, you did something wrong that's unforgivable, then yes, I understand you don't want to have any relationship with that person. But that's not the case here. So mm-hmm. it's like trying to reestablish some type of friendship with something that was like an old flame, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. But how do you find that boundary being like, all right, it's not romantic. You know? It's like a friendship, but even though you want to call it a friendship, that history is still there. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And how do I, you don't, and then when there's a kid involved, it's not yours, but you love them as your own, where's the boundary in that? 
you know. Mm-hmm. And, and it hurts. Another dynamic. I'm not, and it, it, I'm not gonna lie, there days is like it hurts me because it's like I want to hear from her. I want to I want to talk to you know who was once someone that I called my daughter, who I still call my daughter, even though I haven't heard from her in five six years. But I still think about it from day to day and hoping she's okay and you know if she needs me, I want her to know that she can reach out to me. But then again, I'm not her real father. I don't have that communication line opened up with the mother. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So where's the boundaries and how do we establish the boundary if I want to hear from her? So that's what I'm trying to navigate through right now. No, that's real, man. Um, because like you said, changing the, the relationship and still having those desires, it's not like a, a, a switch you just flip. Mm-hmm. So you just don't feel like that no more. Or everything. Like, nah, man. Um, I think one of my big issues too, I'm trying to, you know, more you consciously want to work on this is because um, in the past, I've always been cool with my exes, always, you know, been, that's always been a good thing, I thought. However, it has, I think, messed up my probably the current relationships that I was in by being so cool with my exes, by being like, kind of being so casual or normal, you know, to me, I really wasn't taking into account, well, maybe that's, you know, my violating somebody else's boundaries or putting them in a bad position. And especially as you get older, things be more complicated, more, um, you know, that could, that could mess up a, a future relationship of mine because just because I don't have solid enough boundaries or borders with my exes or mother of my child. And it's not fair to expect everybody just to tolerate it. But then to be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. You know, hey, I talked to my exes too. Or, and particularly with a lot of girls I meet, they don't mess with their exes at all. So it's not even the same. They can't, it's not like they can relate. <laughs> you know, right, like right. girls be cutting dudes off. They'd be done, be burnt the bridge and everything. You know, me, I'm like, oh, I still, I never delete nobody's number. So it sucks because on social media, you know, it's, you know, social media, we, they go through your contacts, it pops up different people. And I'd be like, oh, hey, such and such, I remember you. Hey, I don't hate you that much. How you doing? You know, look in. But I get, you mess up around and uh, find some stuff that may hurt your feelings and looking in on people too. <laughs> That's true. Again, those, those um, boundaries, mm-hmm. you know, boundaries. So those of y'all out there listening with my boundary issues, man. You know, we here, bro. You know, I feel you. We pounding each other through the <laughs> through the microphone, dapping it up. We're going to get there. Uh, we no cut Steve. these people out of our life one day. <laughs> and I know Steve stepped away for a second. I'm not sure mm-hmm. what happened, but I'll go ahead mm-hmm. and move us along here. Okay, uh, yeah, much question of the day uh, before we wrap things up here. Your top three go-to potato chips. A potato chip game. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, the number one is the OG, you know, the Lay's. It's got to go to Lay's, you know. Lay's? Really? Yeah, OG. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the, that's the, the yellow OG. bag? Yellow bag. Yes, man. That thing's shiny. Man. What? Because I put ketchup and stuff on my chips, especially. Oh, so I like that stuff. Hold yeah. on. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Ketchup and Lay's potato chips. Absolutely, man. Because it's like French fries. You put ketchup on your fries, don't you? Mm. There you go. They're like oh, no. French fries. I might have to try that combo. Never really tried Lay's and Pacho. I'm tell you, trying to put you up on this game, man. Um, and then probably I like uh, dill pickle chips. I love pickles. Oh, which so, dill though? Um, let's see. Um, um, dang, what are they called? Not Jays, not Lay's. It's something else. Um, not Ridges. Maybe it is Lay's. Are they the pickle chips again? Maybe I'm the one up the green. Yeah, the green bag. So there you go. Plain ones. I got dill pickle. 
And then um, I like the um, those Pringles, like sour cream Pringles, sour cream and onion. Oh, yeah, man, Pringles. Those is my joint. That that green tube, the green oh. tube of Pringles, sour cream and onion. That's just a simple snack right there. It's a clean mm-hmm. snack if you think about Boy, it. Well, yeah, it's Pringles, man. I don't ever see Pringles around no more. Like, like people don't be popping. <laughs> what, what was that slogan? Once you pop, you, pop, you just can't pop. stop. Yeah, because <laughs> people ain't popping no more. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, what about your top three? Man, my top three, my number one is the old Dutch jalapeno cheddar. Oh, old Dutch. Maybe that's the ones I was thinking about. The old Dutch pickle. Yeah. That one, if oh, you Dutch. open up that bag around me, it is going to be from start to finish gone in one sitting. Jalapeno cheddar. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That black and green bag. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that's number one. I eat those all day. Oh, so bad. <laughs> My other go-to is uh, it's the Lay's Wavy with the French onion dip. French onion dip. Hey, always a good one. It's that red bag. Oh, man, that's such a classic. Man, we're visual people. We over here describing the colors of the bag. That's, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's deep. That's, that's what it is. And then my my last one would be the classic, the Cheddar Ruffles. Cheddar Ruffles. Ooh, Cheddar Ruffles. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. You know, they got a, the new flavors with, like, LeBron and Jason Tatum on the cover. They got, like, the jalapeno cheddar joints. Pretty good, man. Mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's uh, just that white and blue bag ruffle mm-hmm. cheddar flavor. That one will always be there in a can of Coke as a kid. Mm-hmm. Nice. And, and I got an honorable mission because a lot of people don't end up on this stuff. But I'm going to give Master P his flowers. I'm going to give shout out to Rap Snacks. They got, you know, Lil <laughs> Boosie, the rapper. Uh-huh. Yo, man, those Rap Snacks are good. They got the different rappers on the... Uh, on the um, package, you know, Migos, Cardi B, all that. They got one for Boosie, Louisiana oh. hot, like hot chips. Woo. Is there like different flavors based on yeah. the artist? Yeah, it depends on kind of the artist. So, you know, Boosie's from Louisiana. They gave him the spicy joint. Um, I think, um, who was it, E-40? He got one too, uh, like barbecue, you know, flavored thing. Master P, the barbecue. They got the barbecue puffs too. So uh-huh. as y'all see up here, yeah. Got a little excited about that. Shout out to Rap Snacks, you know. <laughs> they got me no sponsorship, but yo, Master P, man, what up? Holla at your boy. All right. Yeah, All right. I mean, that's what I got for this week. I mean, you got any last words before we finish up here? Hey, man. Thank you all for listening to another edition of uh, uh, Let's Talk About It, presented by Consider Your Mind. We appreciate y'all for listening. Make sure you tune in next week. We keep giving you more of these fire discussions. And if you got any questions, holler at us, man. We'll put it in the show. Yes, sir. And as for me, I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in and staying here and having these conversations with us. If you got something that you want us to talk about or, you know, cover or whatever, let us know. Go ahead and reach out to us. Uh, You can catch us here Monday nights at 6 p.m. And also catch me and Eric on the Consider Your Mind podcast talking about mental health on Sunday nights at 6 p.m. So thanks again for tuning in. Until then, see you next week. Peace. Peace. Yeah, man. I don't know what happened to the you just like, you know, disappeared. Well, you had to take a shit. Got that old man bladder. <laughs>